2: anything it's time to ask ask me all your questions leave them in the instagram comment section leave them on your twitter or leave them on your facebook we'll see them we'll read them then we'll give you answers you know it i've got it i've got the answer the answer you ask me I'll you getting me welcome to a loop live episode of Ask Eliza Anything, the podcast where we give you the answers to the questions that you submitted. Not all the questions, because some of them are really bad. Some of them are really too personal. And some of them I've answered before. But we're here to help people, not just get through life, but I guess get through this quarantine. With me as always Mm -hmm. is my stalwart,
1: neon white companion, Emily Higgins. Yes, and they are submitting you're submitting your questions live. So this is not like pre-done. People can ask right to your face and then provide much needed context. Which is why Emily is here to
2: cull from the very best, picking only the ripest of questions, and I will juice them for your consumption. Today, uh, we're doing a live episode. We love having the kickets. Maybe some of the ham swirls are in there. And we're here. You ask me What's anything? a ham swirl. Oh, it's from Don't Panic Pantry. There, it's the fan group from Don't Panic Pantry. And I do have I'm a sorry.
1: Song. When you do Don't Panic Pantry, I'm finishing up my work for the day. Okay, you don't have to say it with your voice shaking. Like, I'm just getting into a
2: warm bath to warm my bones. Working my fingers to the bone from the comfort of my own home. <laughs> oh, you you squirreled away. You snuck away. Used, like, you couldn't come over because of quarantine. And now, like, you can. And you're like, I got to get home. And I let you. I don't make you come over anymore.
1: I get more work so done loud. here. So loud.
2: So loud. I Yelling just yell at you. <laughs> I, I don't care. Yell. You really can do your job remotely. Um, and that's a goddamn shame. We're helping the earth. Sure. Uh, By each driving, car is older than one of us
0: i
1: driving it. less. Okay.
2: Don't forget to wear a mask. Get those questions on. You don't need to wear a mask right now because chances are you're alone driving in your car to a job. Nah.
1: What? You know, you're watching us in your home. Don't drive. Oh, that's and right. Watch. It's live. And that's right. I did my makeup. <laughs> kick it. Let's you get up to up the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, I set up. I'm okay. not
2: supposed to say you set up a ring light.
1: People are supposed to think like, oh, she's a celebrity. A There's a light that follows her. Oh. Okay. Today. This is from Christine Burgett. Today is my dog Freya's gotcha day. Did you ever celebrate Blanche's gotcha day and will you celebrate Tianfu's? If so, how? I sang happy gotcha day to her when I woke up and got her a special cookie with peanut butter filling to give to her later.
2: Okay, I'm sure the dog totally knew what was going on. Is it gotcha day? Like the day that I gotcha, eating dead worms. Gotcha, growling. In fact,
1: the day you adopted a, her, yeah.
2: Okay, uh, no, I usually, I used to just celebrate Blanche's birthday with mine but the truth is no. every day is kind of like that dog's birthday. Like Tianfu at any moment is sitting in one of like 12 beds. Uh, so there's no gotcha day for her. Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't sing to her all the time. Our newest hit is me just yelling Tino Chino at her. Uh, while she just stares at me. Tino Chino.
1: Somebody Tino. did ask. Um, I think they want to see her at some point. So just keep that in mind. Uh We don't need to get her right now. She's out on a
2: walk for her third poop of the day.
1: Is she actually pooping every time?
2: No, it's an opportunity to poop. I mean, what human wouldn't want that? Like a day where someone's like, you know what, we're just going to give you a break. You can take a dump. You can smell some flowers. You can get your email, which is like when dogs smell pee, that's them getting their mail. So there's no gotcha day for her because that would require me memorizing another like sort of quasi birth date. And that's, I already am not clear when Emily's birthday is.
1: Even and though it's the same month as yours. Every year? Mm-hmm.
2: It, maybe I'll have a gotcha day for you. This is when I gotcha. Or gotcha, you forgot my birthday. <laughs> Trick. I always get you a dope gift, and you've gotten me dope yeah. gifts. And the, Yeah, it, you you know, this
1: was not a... No here's a piece of advice, folks. You.
2: Don't give your assistant money, because then every year they're going to want that. And if you get them a gift that doesn't equal that dollar amount, it looks like you, like you were chintzy about it and you cheated uh. them. Like I gave you a bunch of cash one year and then I think I got you a sweatshirt the next year and I always felt really bad. Like you were going to be like,
1: what? This, this sweatshirt. It's a nice sweatshirt. Want-. All right. Kick it. It's a nice sweatshirt. Uh, the mailman just left an erotic thriller at my door. FYI.
2: That sounds like a <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> Neela Forsberg says... Uh, I I struggle with being assertive. What is your advice on overcoming insecurities? Now we've answered Fucking variations of this. Fucking get
2: over it. This. <laughs> okay, look we've you answered the-
1: variations, but what's your kind of just like some easy tips?
2: I don't know because I don't struggle with it. It comes quite naturally to me. I think mm. we all have our limits and everybody has their, th- their BS threshold. And I actually don't, I'm not particularly assertive. I just, you know, I'm a strong person, but I don't like to make other people uncomfortable i think it's a female quality and i think you'd be surprised i think there are times in your life where you are and then there're times that you aren't so i would a give yourself a break and i'm sure if someone was like choking you you wouldn't be like okay um i don't uh, just let me know when you're when i'm dead i think you stand up for yourself when necessary so I think we also, as women in this third wave feminism, we're like, stand up for yourself, kick him in the dick, tell these other bitches to sit down and take what's yours. And it's like, well, life's a little bit more nuanced than that. So don't adhere to the battle cries of others. If you want to be Mm -hmm. more assertive, simply do it. Simply do it. Draw your lines. And you'd be surprised most people kowtow when you say you want something. So fake it till you make it. That's, I mean, we're all imposters. I am not a podcast host. I'm a stand up comic seeking alternate sources of outlets for entertainment. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But yeah, everyone, but I don't know. I mean, you don't want to be too assertive. You don't want to like die on hills that don't matter. I say pick your battles. That way, when you pick them, people are like, oh, this must mean something.
1: Right. I think that is important. Cool. (laughs) Cool
2: validation. Yes, I, I agree. Also. You pick your battles conservatively. With you? I push back on a lot of things because I think you need to come out of your comfort zone. Everything scares you. You don't want to do anything. And I'm like, come on. Like, yes, like the thing for tomorrow. I'm luring you out of the house with promises and okay. something fun.
1: Let me tell the chat. You were like, hey, uh, on Tuesday, Emily, we're going to if
2: you can't read and do this because people at home, <laughs> hey, are, listen to me, are going to hear this t- episode. And it's just you like, uh-huh concur, I sleep. So either we'll get someone else to read them because this is not good content.
1: On to, They love it.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an L.A. thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. So I never get bored I'm trying to do less meat in general And they have wonderful vegan and veggie options I just made a vegan mushroom marsala And I made an onion risotto Just because you're eating vegetarian Doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously It had roasted garlic green beans It was scrumptious Dressing well shouldn't break the bank, and Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com/eliza for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com/eliza to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince. Dot com slash Eliza
1: on to you said on Tuesday, I love me. Uh, everyone loves me. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. You're here uh, on Tuesday. Come over. We're going on a half work, half field trip. And I was like, OK, in between your meetings. And you were like, no, wait. So then you were like, it's Friday and it's a full field trip. And I was like, what is it? you were like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you
2: because it's a surprise. And it's only work because it involves you with me, but you don't have to drive. You don't have to do anything. So it's only work because I'm your boss, but it's not, it's all fun. You don't have to do anything other than try to fucking enjoy your life.
1: All right.
2: Yeah. In a minute, I'm going to uninvite you. In a minute, I'm going to make you just drive and it will be an all work field trip. And I will not give you the day off. And everyone knows you don't care about this You have anyway. to give me the day off. I, I don't know about... Well, who are you going to take it up with? HR?
1: Tianfu? Yeah. I'm HR. I always give you everything you want. Now read the goddamn questions. <laughs> Lilyar... Eliza, how would you deal with a coworker who's super competitive? It seems Mm. like everything she does is in response Mm. to something I'm doing, but one upped. It's exhausting dealing with her. I try to stay in my lane and mind my own business. Is that enough, you think, or would you recommend being more proactive in dealing with her?
2: I don't know what you do. And also, dealing with her makes it sound like you're going to murder her. I I think (laughs) I personally would find it delicious. I love to quietly hate someone oh my God, there was this girl in one of my college classes who like anything I would say, she'd always be like piggybacking off of that. And then she'd use it to like (laughs) elevate her own question. And I didn't like it, but I also was like, who cares, this is a bullshit class. And I like, I enjoyed the chuckle. If you really want to make a meal of it, share that fact with a friend at work. And then the two of you get to exchange delicious side glances at each other every time that girl like brown noses or like tries to one up. Um, mm-hmm. also is that girl beating you? Because you might want to get, you might want to go faster in your lane. I don't know what you do, but like, if it's, I don't know, like if it's performance based and she's using you as her motivation, maybe you need to kick it up a notch.
1: Some people though, unless, are just unless you're like
2: a nurse and it's like, look, she, she only lost 12 patients today. I lost 13. It's really just horrific either way
1: i don't i think some people are just one-uppers
2: it sounds i mean yeah or she could be really insecure and i would take it as a compliment if she sees you as the one to beat you know just try to limit your yeah. engagement with her but i without ask her what's well, this is live what is she what do you do for a living you find out and then I'm, you come back to this question
1: okay i'll find out tell or, us what you're doing okay uh Oh, Diane Lamb asks, what about someone who is new at work and wants to take over and it's not her position to do so?
2: You know what? Fortune favors the bold, and the person who tries the hardest like might it's always like the incoming like newcomer that's like, I got some bold ideas." This thing where it's like it's not their position, I don't know because I don't know what you do or what she does. And there's always that version where like corporate is like, wow, she's a go-getter. She had some bold ideas. Listen, the sooner everyone realizes that with the exception of like physics and subsequently math, there's really no Mm -hmm. rules, uh, the sooner you'll be free from the confines of regulations. I always, I mean, I understand that I work in stand-up and comedy and entertainment and it's like the Wild West, especially now with like all the online stuff. But, you know, people put these systems in place. They're like, well, the network says you've got to do this until somebody doesn't, until somebody walks in an idea and doesn't have to develop or somebody walks in an idea and they don't have to do the pilot first. So I live, even though I always have to adhere to the rules, I really, and Emily can attest to this, live by the idea that rules don't apply to me and I can go around it somehow. And, uh... And and live like that. You can still do the rules, but what if you could succeed without doing everything everyone says? Maybe it is her place. Maybe it will become her place to do so. Now, hmm. if you are the regional manager and she's a sweater folder, yeah, she's got a bit of a, a Candide complex going on. She needs to, like take it easy. But uh, that's
1: my answer. Okay. Well, the other the other woman who um who was working with the one upper, she is a she's a writer. In a like a technical space. So it's a writer. There's other people involved. I don't know. So it is creative to an extent. And she's being one-upped. Don't I think let the her. advice remains the same. Eat or be eaten. Eat or be or eaten. Just, or just let, let, it let her do it. fall off your back.
2: Yeah, you got to make it. If you're going to pay attention to it, either use it to motivate you or just you got to put on your horse blinders and go have a sugar mm-hmm. cube some people are just not competitive by nature but this girl sees you as competition you take it as a compliment and now rub her fucking face in it unless that girl's also listening to the podcast in which case you guys take off your shirts and fight it out kick it there is Ugh.
1: one fly flying of course there's one fat fucking fly zipping around my head valerie Nakarati says what are your go-to dance moves do you have a go-to no i'm not a wedding dj
2: i do this I do a lot of body rolls. You do like a body roll. I do like a body roll. Twerking comes naturally. The older I get, the less chances I have to dance. A lot of, a lot of body. A lot of. I have a long torso, so a lot of (laughs) serpent-like motions. Um, maybe a little, like a little kitten paw. I do a lot of this. A lot of kitten. You do do Um, a
1: lot of paws. Yeah, I think it's so silly.
2: Because look, either keep it to yourself. Be the white woman swaying, or like bust out some moves. In which case, you got to watch a lot of TikTok videos to figure that one out. I don't have a yeah. the idea of having a go-to move. I don't assume anyone cares how I dance. So,
1: and usually yeah, at a wedding, they'll just tell you how to dance. I don't believe in dancing. What? Can, why? Why? What? Can, why make a statement want to, like not that? Because I don't like it. Marcella okay, but, but hold on—it's not like Footloose. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, you're not, like, deeply Mormon.
1: No, but I would love to live in that town. No one's allowed to dance.
2: You're like, then I live in a movie, and then I take home. Remember that <laughs> insane, uh, like, workout dance sequel? Not sequel, uh, sequence with Kevin Bacon, where he's, like, spin. You haven't seen the movie, have you? In
1: that, yeah, I've seen in it. In that, like,
2: he's barn? In, like a, in a barn, yeah, And yeah, for yeah. the first, like, four minutes, you're like, I could do this.
1: And then you're like, oh, it's, like, an Olympic routine. No one can do that. <laughs> And then they do the car chicken. I've seen it. I know. Okay. Hi, Eliza and Emily. This Emily, is from Marcella just do me a favor. Turan.
2: Just leave and go drink like a cup of coffee and come back.
1: I don't want, I couldn't this dance. I've got to, uh, I'm
2: passing away. Oh my God. <laughs> couldn't even do it. I'm a ready glass to ball. go.
1: Zip it up. Uh, Kick it. No, this was brought. To, okay. Marcella Turan. Hi, Eliza and Emily. This is so cool. Question. Any advice on how to negotiate a significant lower rent with my landlord? I have a therapy center for children with special needs. If he doesn't, I have to close. So that's a lot. Can- that's not a fun question. What? I don't
2: know. Emily
1: mm. pays rent
2: and she lives in a hovel.
1: That's true. It depends where you live. I mean, all you could do is, is ask uh, and present it. I, I mean, it's I think people are of two schools of thought that you either go so aggressive at the start to show you're not to be messed with. I would go nice and just hope that the other person is not mean. Is it an, uh, okay, but this speaks to like the no rules
2: thing, you know, because my, my sadly my first thought was, is that a thing? But I guess it could be a thing. Are there like tax breaks if you do like altruistic jobs like that? Um, and also here's the thing I remember. If you negotiate a lower rate, just know he's going to be looking at everything you buy. Every package you get, every grocery, if you get a new car, and he's going to be like, how come you can afford that, not this? Um, Yeah. Also, he will say to you probably, that's not my problem. Like, you Mm -hmm. chose to live here. So maybe there's some sort of quid pro quo, like maybe his kids are... Did you say special needs? Is that what you said? Yeah. Maybe you could... Maybe he... I don't know what someone who doesn't have a special need kid. I'm just trying to think of like, maybe you could offer a discount rate to people in the building if they have special needs. It's a very mm. niche thing. You might just want to go with the best of hopes and hope, but if also the guy's got to, ma- I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I don't know. He's got to make a living. Mm-hmm. And I guess the question is,
1: if somebody came to you. Oh, the therapy center is not her home, but she's trying to get just, I guess from a landlord, a a rate. Right. So it's not a home. It's a, it's a a It's a business space. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant your apartment, and then
2: you have the I business I, elsewhere.
1: I think I understood that as well. So it's a business space that she would like a break on. Can't you? I think that you talk to him. Yeah,
2: you can negotiate that. Sorry, I thought this was like everybody in the apartment pays two thousand dollars. I did too for some reason. <laughs> maybe it's the way you read it. Um, it might be everything's negotiable, <laughs> and maybe you can promise a price increase after X amount if you're profitable. Maybe look into something like that. Try to appeal to a better nature. Also, if the guy's a dick, he's not going to care. We have that, you know, my husband works in restaurant spaces and restaurants. And the people, even with restaurants collapsing, people are like, fuck you. Give me a million dollars key money. And you're like, okay, but nobody can afford this space. And it's going to be a shitty restaurant that's going to be gone in three months. They're like, we don't care. Yeah. So some people are dicks. Most people in real estate are probably dicks. Bake him some cookies. What is that noise, Emily?
1: Uh, there's a a man outside that sells fruit, so he's honking his fruit horn. No, oh, I can't get mad at that.
2: Go, you, need, you, you, a you should eat fruit, period, and b you should buy some fruit from him.
1: Okay. I'm busy right now. Okay, Sabrina Hearsum, question: Are you nervous about flying after not female privilege comic
2: shames immigrant fruit seller for merely trying to live? Quote: I could hear his horn. It's just not good for sound quality.
1: I I don't know. At least it's not the little Cucaracha fruit truck. It's just the little man with his cart. So. Why
2: anyone would think a song about a cockroach is good for beckoning people to come consume and purchase and consume food?
1: I, a black plague? I, 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 I don't know. All right. I don't know. Okay. okay. Sabrina Hirsom, are you nervous about flying after not flying for the longest time? She's running
2: away from me. I can't pick her up. Uh, You're trying no. to go get
1: tofu? No, I'm not.
2: If anything, no. I'm not. It'll be a little okay. bit weird. I'm not gonna maybe not bring the dog the first time. But mm-hmm. what's there to be nervous about other than you go to get on the plane? And they're like, by the way, you have to stay here because we're in like a mandatory lockdown everywhere. No. I wear a mask mm-hmm. anyway. So, you know, it's not like it's not like before I was like, oh, let me lick my seat clean and uh get my get comfortable on this person's lap. So I think it'll yeah. be a little cold, a little weird, but uh, such as airline travel. I also are- cannot stay awake on a plane, so I won't be awake for anything weird, any weird airline transgressions, misgivings, what have you.
1: Yeah, they're already like filling up, but there were people that were already super cautious. I feel like Jen Kirkman already had her own wet wipes. You know, peop- you you deal with it.
2: I always do that. So
1: you deal with it and it just
2: becomes the new normal. We've all settled into this weird dystopian tepid warmed over reheat of an existence
1: kick it liz musel asks have you ever done a long distance relationship my boyfriend Mm. just got deployed for the next 10 months and i'm trying to figure out how to keep things light and fun love this pod and all these party goblins
2: first of all thank you for being for supporting someone in the military and thank him for his service um I have done a long distance relationship and it's not the same. Having someone in the military is not the same as a long distance relationship. Long distance relationship is like, oh, you could fly to see each other. And in this quarantine, nobody can see each other. But let's say all things were normal. Right. You're, I mean, a big part of your concern is going to be keeping that person. I mean, that's a lot. Being in the military, I don't know where they're being deployed to. It means a lot. And I can say this just from doing military tours and USO tours, the interaction being kept up to date because people go overseas and they feel like we forget about them. And I say that having never dated someone in the military, but just the feedback that I get from soldiers. So care packages, sending him emails, calling, you know, always kind of letting him know that he's on your mind, asking about his day, just keeping him, reminding him like, hey, someone's waiting for you at home. I'm here. Like you're on on. in my mind. We're counting down. You're in my thoughts. I get goosebumps thinking about it. Um, And it can be a challenge to make him like sweet little gifts and- Ask him about his day. I'm just thinking of things that you could do for him. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, sexual texts, right, Emily? Mm-hmm. <laughs> make it spicy. Keep it yeah. spicy. That
1: yeah, so- as long as you're communicating, I think that's the carving out the time to make sure that you do talk. Because it's easy to be like, oh, I'm tired today. I don't want to talk to anybody.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's any relationship, really. So. Maybe just at the beginning, front load it with like a lot of communication. So he's like, "Jesus, Sheila, give it a rest." And he'll that that would be my answer. Is just like thinking of like special little things I could do, but don't do them too often because then I'll take it for granted. Yeah. So. And okay. and every no matter I, what you do, every time you talk, be like, "Hey, Juan, you know I'm definitely not cheating on you." Always <laughs> say it like that. Definitely not cheating on you.
1: There was there was a Reddit where this band was like. I'm worried because I invited my girlfriend's friend over to look at rings. We were going to go ring shopping for my girlfriend. And then my girlfriend texts me and says she's with that friend. Right. But the friend is with him secretly looking at rings. Oh, so, like, so everybody's like, oh, my God, she's cheating. She's cheating. She's cheating. Break up with her. And so he talks to her and there an update got posted like yesterday or today. She was looking at pet snakes for him because he loves snakes oh my god it's like the gift of the magi (laughs) yeah oh my god a wedding ring and a snake and both surprises are now ruined because he was like look i gotta be up front like your friend was with me because i was ring shopping and she was like i gotta be up front i told you i was scared of snakes but i went and hung out with some and i'm gonna bring you one um i gotta
2: be up front your fucking metal hobby (laughs) I went and engaged. I also, like, what a letter. like, I want to spend my life with you. She's like, I got you a snake, which I think says he a lot more snakes. about him. I understand that, Emily. I think it says a lot more about, also don't don't marry the guy with the snake. um, Man. Yeah, you got, but also like, you know what? Let's remove this antiquated notion of matrimony. The woman should have input in the ring. You're not, yeah. unless you're like 20, you're like, I'm just going to give her something. She's going to like it because she doesn't have mm-hmm. any taste. Go ring shopping together. Get an idea. It shouldn't be like, I like it because he picked it. He doesn't fucking know or care. You're going to end up with like a pear cut pink quartz on yellow gold. Watch me get, you shamed my wedding ring. So if you like it, you like it. Yeah, you probably don't though. Quit being just so grateful that a man gave you anything. Make your own rules. You don't have to be a jerk about it, but you set those standards. I told my husband, I was like, look, at the time I was like 35 or 36. I was like, I'm not some like 19-year-old girl that's like never left the farm. We got to go in together because you have no taste and I need some input here. And we did. And we picked a beautiful ring. I didn't know when he would give it to me. That's the fun part of it. But this thing was like, surprise, I'm going to change your life.
1: And here, here's a Cracker Jack ring.
2: Here you go. I knew
1: when he was going to give it to you.
2: It's a chocolate diamond, otherwise known as just not a clear diamond that they marketed as chocolate to you. It's brown mm. stone. Kick it. Yeah, okay. So
1: I have, I have a sad question, a heavy question, and I'm going to preface by saying I'm asking you. By the way, because
2: I, I hope mm. everybody's playing a drinking game at home where they drink every time I touch my hair. Cause I just got it straightened. And they I can't are. Stop it. Oh, They're God. talking in
1: the chat about the drinking game. Well, and they were like, should we drink when she says kick it? And I replied and said, please nobody die of alcohol poisoning. You Definitely. I, that this. will,
2: that blood will not be on my hands, which will subsequently be in my no. hair. Cause I can't <laughs> stop touching it. Okay. What's what were you saying?
1: Okay. So I'm going to ask you this heavy question, uh, preface it by saying, uh, when when my grandma died, you were very kind to me. And so I think that you may have some insight on this. I think that this is up your alley. OK. OK. So Allie Nicolini the question says, is, were you
2: kind to me
1: when your grandma died? No. No. She she says any advice on how to come to terms with the fact that my really young grandma could die on our watch because of a horrible degenerative disease she starts suffocating out of the blue it's up to whoever is with her to save her she has signed a dnr so if the ambulance gets there too late it would be up to us to tell them not to reanimate her I, this Thank is you. above my pay question. grade i which is why i preface by saying look this is wait, a, wait. a girl who's saying wait reanimate that's what it says <laughs> grandma's like the, tied to strings they're like do it again <laughs> But she said they can't, they can't like afford a home care nurse and nobody really wants to be in the room with grandma because no one wants to be the one that's there when it happens. It's like and musical like chairs, but with
2: death, but with yeah. life, like, and when the life stops, are you with grandma?
1: Yeah. So I just What's feel like question? you can be a comforting. So she's, she's just asking, you know, how, how do I, any advice on how to come to terms with this? Listen, listen. It's also
2: kind of where you're like my really young grandma. Like she was only twenty five. <laughs> she was so I hot mean, and young. She, maybe
1: she's like maybe she's like sixty. You know? Maybe maybe know, you guys 50. look. See, as a he, grandma.
2: Okay, I don't care. Um, so even though you know I've lost grandparents, I have not lost a parent. I haven't. I mean, other than my dog, which was horrible. Like my aunt died, my uncle died. You know, but it it it's not the same as you know being older and losing your grandma or something like that. And I'm not trying to minimize it or make it anything that it isn't or is, but I will say this. Uh Think about your grandma for a second. Do you want her to die alone? Like that will be horrific and traumatizing for you, but the dignity of not having to die by yourself, you know, and the comfort of just like, the fact that she's about, she knows that she could suffocate at any time and her family is like, oh, we don't want to be in the room with you. So she's going to feel extra alone as she heads to the end of her life. It's a stand-up adult thing. Maybe you'll be in the room, maybe you don't, but don't not spend time with her.
1: Yeah. Because she. how would you feel? She's 63. That is really young.
2: That's a hot young grandma. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And that's awful. But don't, put yourself aside for a second. You will get through it. She will not. And that's going to be really sad if people weren't with her just because they didn't want to deal with how uncomfortable it would be. Like, we love you so much that we don't want to be around when you die. It's like,
1: it's her last- Well, and the fact that like, she signed the DNR, like you are doing right by her. You are making sure that her wishes are fulfilled. And Because it's weird because if somebody starts to die,
2: your first thought is, okay, CPR, try yeah. to help or whatever. Um, But I don't know if that. It- like there's do not resuscitate, but what if she isn't gone? Should you? I
1: think it's, I, I, th- what she had said was that like, if, if the person keels over, like you're not supposed to start doing like chest compress, you're not supposed, you're not supposed to intervene, you I just believe. I think
2: you just be there mm-hmm. and you probably do it anyway and be like, look, I don't know what you, I don't know the medical thing, but f- don't think about that as much as, and let's not talk about this anymore because this is very sad and it's a fun podcast, think about how selfish it is to be like I don't want to be around her in case she dies and this woman's probably scared and she shouldn't mm-hmm. have to be alone if she can help mm-hmm. it. So like every night you're like we're going to Golden Corral, you can't come cuz we don't want you to die. Fingers crossed. Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Okay. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like French. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bowl and Branch has a 30 night worry free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlbranch.comslash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set plus free shipping. That's Boland Branch. B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza, for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Kick it.
1: Uh, Dax asks, I only have one question, Eliza. TikTok, why? You have very recently become very involved in TikTok. Do, does everybody watching even First of know all, that you're now a TikToker? I don't appreciate the tone you gave to that. I think it's very funny. No, it's TikTok. But, why? Not TikTok. Why? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Uh, here's the thing. I am you- <laughs> happy to admit when I'm wrong, I did think TikTok was for deeply stupid people, which it is, it is. You are very anti. I was very anti because my experience with it, with the little bit that I'd watch, is like, it's just, it's, a, it's try, people trying to be sexy. It's a lot of posturing, which is what social media is. But every once in a while I watch one, Uh, and somebody can do something really cool with the camera, or they've got really good timing. And I actually think it's a good window into what the majority of the country is dealing with going through. I don't know why this is, and maybe this speaks to my fan base, but because I follow back everyone, and I try to do it. It's just there's thousands at a time. I have a lot of lesbian relationship advice in my feed. It's all like, sort of like hot, like 23-year-old, like boyish lesbians, like... Like, doing, like, mating rituals and talking about lesbian breakups. And, and like, I am very well-versed on, like, all things, like, young, hot, like, tomboy lesbian now. It's it's weird that it's in my feed. But um <laughs> it's fine. A lot of stuff about Black Lives Matter. So you kind of get to take the tone of the country. I enjoy the scroll of it. I like seeing people do fun things. There are some really bad TikToks. And the social media company I work with, they were like, this is a way... In a quarantine, and I probably wouldn't have done TikTok otherwise, it's a great way to expose people to my comedy, engage with people, and keep producing content that isn't necessarily stand-up. We're all looking for ways to express ourselves. Otherwise, I love editing, and I enjoy the challenge of editing, because that's what makes you laugh on a TikTok is the editing. Mm -hmm. Rarely is it just the straight content, and I appreciate the art of that. Um, But for the most part, it is for deeply stupid people. Yes. (laughs) And it actually is part of my... uh, my top of the cob, my bottom of the cob. Mm,
1: okay. Uh, Derek Post asks, "What is the craziest thing anyone has asked you to sign?" Now, have you signed anything strange? Strange?
2: No. I mean, my bandwidth for what's weird is ever stretching, and what's acceptable, and the like, love that I have with my fans, you know. So I don't love it when women are like, "Well, you sign my boob." I'm like, "I don't. This doesn't do it." Sure. I think this is a little trashy, but I'll do it for you if that's... But I'm not Mm -hmm. getting off on this. Um, It's not so much what I've signed, but I always am taken aback when people get my signature as a tattoo. Yeah. When they get my signature as a tattoo, and yet they're not like an Uber fan that uh, engages with me every day. I'm like, so you're just someone that came out of a holler, got my name tattooed, and you're like, I'll see you next year in
1: Tulsa. (laughs) That is really interesting. You're right, because... Yeah, I, you know what? I would probably be more likely to to get the tattoo than to harass someone via the internet. I also will say- so, you're gonna sneeze? And I said this on Don't Panic Pantry, but this
2: might reach your water, wider audience. You know, years ago we were like, great. If you send me a picture or something you want me to sign in a self-addressed and stamped envelope, I will send it back. I'll sign it, send it back. And people send very nice, glossy 8 by 10s full-color pictures. If you ever send me a picture, like, there's one in my underwear. That, in uh-huh. my defense, I posted on Instagram years ago before we kind of knew that Instagram was forever. Like, the, inter- the knowledge you have about the Internet now is not the knowledge you had about it a couple of years ago. It just isn't. Um, yeah. And so it's so easy to like slut shame girls. And it's like, I posted it as a joke, not realizing I could never take it down. So you yeah. don't realize that. But when you send me that, I throw it away. I have the right, you have the right to send me whatever you want and I have the right to throw away and not sign something that I think is too sexual because it wasn't meant for you.
1: That's all. I, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't like when, um, but and I see it all the time with like someone, I don't know if you've gotten this coming out of like uh talk shows, but I'll see people just hold up to a celebrity, like their maxim picture for them to sign is like really right in their face. You're gonna be like, here's I mean, you, nips out, sign it. Here's for the me. thing my name's Bob. A maxim picture, it's like, look, you did
2: a magazine shoot. And I also think there's something to be said for times in our lives when you want more sexual attention than others. And Fair. TikTok's a great example, like. If I were like 25, 30, even if I were single now, you put yourself out there because, and I I actually don't think, you can disagree with this, but you're wrong. You put yourself out there, you know, you want to show your body and that's great. You should be proud of it, whatever it looks like. And there is a degree of posturing and presenting you do to attract a mate, whether it's a guy Mm -hmm. or a girl to attract a mate. Once you have that mate, like I'm married now, of course I still want to be attractive and I work out and I take care of myself, but... I don't find it as satisfying to put myself out there in the same way. And this, my husband's never said anything about it. It's just that energy that I would have spent trying to get someone to look at me. I now focus on other things because I'm married and you want to post naked pictures all day. If that's what you need to do to feel good about yourself, fine. But there is a shift and the internet disables, the internet doesn't allow for women to ever be like, that was what I did then. And I don't do it now. You put it out there, so we are responsible for what we put out there, unless it was stolen from us, which is a thing, like in a leak, Uh, Mm -hmm. or you were hacked or someone took it from you. But you take pictures, you put it out there, fine. I'm responsible for what I put out there. Mm -hmm. I cannot help who consumes it. However, I do not have to re-engage with it. If I pose for Playboy, that's something that I did, but I also don't have Mm -hmm. to sign your picture. Like, I don't owe you anything beyond
1: the image I created. Right. It is. Str- there are a couple of your Instagram photos that people have printed out high res more than once. And it's like, I mean, yeah, you posted it publicly. It's kind of a weird choice. To it's a have weird choice in your room forever.
2: And also, I think a lot of people lie. They'll be like, hey, me and my whatever fans or me and my brother. And I'm like, it's just you. I know it's just you. And I know Which it's just fine. you because you're not asking me to personalize it, but that's fine. Like I've got one picture of me and I'm like reaching up to a door and you can see my butt. It was actually a beautiful, my hair looks a little thirsty, but it was actually a beautifully lit picture and I'm proud of my body, but I probably wouldn't take the picture again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's it. You Once you create art or an image, you are not in control of how it's received, but you can be in control yeah. of how you receive it back.
1: What's equally crazy to me is the people who will mail in uh, a photo like in with a self-addressed return envelope and the photo looks like it was printed on a potato and yeah. it's like folded and it's horrible res and That's like half got. your head is cut off. And I'm like, you stood in line at the post office yeah. for this? They just printed it on like a sad inkjet printer.
2: But <laughs> yeah, you send us a picture that isn't overtly sexual or maybe it isn't, I'll sign mm-hmm. it. Uh, but we'll always, if you send a self-addressed envelope, it might take a while, but we will always send it back to
1: you hmm Yeah. As long as it gets here. Uh and I just told the chat, but I'll tell anyone listening, if you DM at Ask Eliza, I will find you and I will give you the the fan address. So uh okay. Ashley Smiley has a random question. What's your take on MLMs? Like them or hate them? Now, I don't think this plagues you. What's do you an know LL? what an MLM is? Yes. It's multi-level yes, I do. marketing, oh. it's like unique and rotating of- fields. <laughs>
2: Oh, look, here's my take on that. Uh-huh. Uh huh they have been around forever, so clearly they still work. Right? I mean, clearly somebody is buying into this, otherwise it would go away. Yeah. It would go the way of the dodo. Um I don't get pumped for those types of things, whether it's like a passion party or that like a Rodden Fields or Avon or uh Mary Kay, but I do yeah. believe I mean, it sucks that you have to buy it, but that's how they make their money. Uh, you have to buy it in order to sell it. But I do believe in self, I believe in empowerment. I do believe in being industrious and I believe in a hustle. Mm-hmm. And if you're that girl and you want to go out there and you want to sell Rodan and Fields and create parties and build a team, and that's a way for you to make money, more
1: power to you. I'm not going to buy Mitch. it, but I can respect your work ethic. Make sure you research it because you will find a lot of them, 99% of people lose money. If you have to pay to get a job, it's probably not a job you want. And you would be making more just working at Subway than you would selling this. You have to buy the initial. I went to
2: one of those knife seminars where like. Cutco? and And they meet. And like, so I was, it was, oh my God, it was like going into my freshman year of college or my sophomore year and you go in and there's this yeah. really compelling girl that's like giving a seminar and she pulls you in after. She's like, we think you have something special. I'm like, oh, I totally have something special. And I went home and I told my mom, I'm like, they're these amazing knives. My mom's like, we're not buying these knives. But I, I fell for it because I was like, oh my God, somebody believes in me and I could that I could do anything or sell anything. Um, there's a, there was some show, I think it was Indiana. I was like doing crowd work and this girl, I was like, what are you doing? She was like, sensi and everyone in the crowd knew what it was, mm-hmm. and I guess it's like MLM for candles,
1: like uh, burn your it's own wax. It's like wax, wax melts. Yes. Yeah. And then there's uh, Young Living, which is- um, Sounds Christian. Essential oils. It sounds very Christian. I know. They're all like- But also,
2: the the Scentsy one, I was like, so is it just a town that always smells like pumpkin pie? Like, at, at a certain mm-hmm. point, you're like, I don't need any more wax, but- I don't begrudge anybody. Look, it's my right to buy it or not. But as long as you're not hurting anyone, like, and you can make money at that, that's great. Because people need ways to make money and not everybody belongs at a normal corporate job. And if you can do that hustle, I really respect it.
1: Do your research. Do your research. Uh, David Monjardo said, I got the scissors that can cut a penny. I'm interested in that. Here's my question. What do you need kitchen scissors
2: for that are that sharp? Who are you killing? Yeah, what are you breaking down? Creepo. Uh, That's the other thing. They sell you. They're like, and this pan, you could put it in hell and it doesn't melt. Like, we don't need to live in these extremes. You don't need scissors that can cut a penny. If you do, you should have a woodworking shop. It shouldn't just be like, I got the one tool and I'm in there cutting pennies. Nobody needs something that withstands like 9,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Like you don't yeah. need, it. but as Americans, we're like, oh, extreme, extra bacon, mm-hmm. Baconator, double cheese, can withstand inside of a seal's butthole in negative 50 degrees, Arctic freeze, Arctic blast. Shovel it down. We're a nation of extremes, which is why we're constantly at war with each other.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> Okay. Sabrina says, I want to get a theme tattoo from one of your specials. What do you suggest I I get? I think an apple. Apple? But I want your opinion. I don't know.
2: I don't have any tattoos. It's a very personal thing. I have jokes and hashtags that I like. I think it has to do more with like what speaks to you. Like what does apple mean to you actually? Apple? Like if you're not a pharmacist, which is what that joke was about, you know, like maybe a gazelle because that's about feminism or any of my other jokes (laughs) are all about that. I think it should be you know, or it could just like spark joy, but I recuse myself from the tattoo deciding committee because I vote a party goblin in full black and white and gray all down your back. It'll take about 50 hours. How do you,
1: how do you feel about some, if someone else got a tattoo of Tianfu, how would you feel about it? If someone got a tattoo of Gracie, I'd be so angry. Really? I get pets to share them. I love. No.
2: Okay. Well, you ask me and (laughs) Blanche more than Tianfu, but like I have these animals to share what's so great about them and to create a world around them. And it's Tianfu, but it's like the legend around her and all the songs and the way that people feel when they sing the Snow Peach song or engage with her. And I do this on my own, but I think it's more about what she represents and that's safety and feeling good. Blanche was like a little queen. So it's whatever it means to you. I'm not a person that would ever get a tattoo, but- if it makes you feel good and it means something to you, then that's you. Then that's that. And you could get it in in, in like a comic book font it just says teeny chinny. Tina chino. Chinny. She's hiding in the bookshelf. The tinner. Uh
1: Ali Ali said fan theory, Cashew Albuquerque lives in the dark corners of Reddit. Which Dinger Dangle. If he knew how to use a computer, I think that that I would always be. always use
2: computers. Every time I make my lunch. I don't know. It's the best panini press.
1: (laughs) I feel like Cashew is so deep inside you and it's very troubling. It's troubling because it's a show, like,
2: citing yourself is so lame. Like, remember this beloved character from one season of Mm -hmm. my show? So, Mm -hmm. but I, but look, just like most of my comedy, I'm doing it anyway. So pop up.
1: Amber S wants to know: Are you going to watch Hamilton? It's dropping on Disney. I know it is. I would
2: like to see it. I've never seen it. I've never been able to see it because whenever it's on, I'm usually working. Um, but I'm going to watch it. It's a cultural okay. touchstone at this point. Not only it's it's the perfect melding of worlds of worlds because it's all black people, right?
1: No, is it not but a lot. Okay, I think there's a couple white it's bad min- guys. There's a king. well, that's fair.
2: It's minorities. In roles traditionally played by white people, and playing yeah. white people, and it's our country's. It's about uh, it's about the Declaration of Independence. What's it about? Just Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. but it's about essentially like the birthing of this nation and the conception of this nation, which is great for Fourth of July. So it's two things that we're thinking about now.
1: Hmm. Okay, Ann wants to know: Is Tianfu afraid of fireworks? We're having issues with fireworks here. I'm hearing them every night. I went and glared at my neighbors who were setting them off right outside. And I was just like, why? Well, the, why what they're do doing this? is
2: illegal, FYI. Uh, I don't think it registers to her or something. I think if she saw a real one up close, but we hear them in the distance. It's they're scary. still loud, but I don't think it, thank God, because she barks at everything. And I have not been able to sleep in past like 7 a.m. Since I yeah. got her, you're sleeping All of a sudden you just hear like, ah! you're like, what is it? And I was like, oh,
1: Noah came back into the room. Thanks for that piercing right. awakening. Milana away says, hi, Eliza and Emily. I adore the pod. Think you're both clever and insightful. Well, Eliza. Thanks for coming to Portland, Maine last year. I made my summer. That show was fire. Uh, myriad ways as the theater was a furnace. <laughs> it was hot. Yeah. Uh, you are both. Oh God. You are both adventurous people in your own ways. So maybe you can offer some words of courage. You, Emily. I'm research. Me and you. No. I am researching no. going to the UK to get my master's or a second degree. Here's the thing. I'm terrified to leave my family, most of whom live here on the East Coast. Apart from all the logistical difficulties and a few actual success stories of Americans moving to the UK, my parents are also older and I have a cat whom I love very much. The fear of leaving them is crippling, but I feel that crossing the Atlantic and at least trying to create this life for myself is vital to my own happiness. Help First me. of
2: all, you can shelve that dream because no one's allowed to leave. For the foreseeable future. Uh, Like, no one's immigrating anywhere. Like, it's going to be a battle for me to even get to go to New Jersey. So, you don't have to think about it now. Um, I'm pretty sure your parents want you to go. They want their kids to be happy and live out their dreams. Uh, But the cat with the parents, you are literally five to six hours away. It is not that big of a deal. And uh, there will always be another quote-unquote cat, another quote-unquote parent. There will always be a reason to not go. And... I appreciate that you love your cat. Um, If this is something that you want to get now and and you're able to do it, you're going to feel really bad in 20 years if you're like, I never went because of the cat who is dead now. So I'm just saying, you want some real talk, make those dreams come true. How old is the cat? Maybe the cat's got a lot to live. Maybe it'll be nice. I think it's a nice feeling to know that the cat is with the parents. Mm -hmm. Side note, when I went on tour for Last Comic Standing, I left my beloved Catsby with my dad. Catsby got AIDS and a vascular tumor in his throat, and he passed away. But I don't think it was my
1: dad's fault. I don't know. Hmm. Um, well, Ben Mitchell's wife- so The point is, I never uh, think about Catsby he, anymore. Mm. So, it was a long okay. time ago. Ben Mitchell and his wife want to see Tian Fu. Where is she?
2: Right. I'm not into doing things on command, but I'll do it. You have to entertain these people. I just
1: feel like we are we got like 15 Tell them about minutes. how adventurous you it. are.
2: About yeah, my how how not
1: reluctant you are to leave the house. I don't like leaving the house, but I moved here. Oh. I moved to L.A. I can't show you. Grit. Here's the thing. I have my laptop on a prop thing with my mic, with my phone. I can't move. And Gracie's laying on the floor so no one can see her. Can't do anything. But Tianfu, you can just go scoop. up. there we go. She
2: says I'm sleeping. I'm Tino Chino. Look at her. She's like a little pig baby. Oh, boy. You did. A pig baby. She's pig baby, and she's got pig baby body, look. And they spilled coffee on her at the factory where they made her, and they dipped her ears in coffee, and she's Chinese.
1: Pig baby. You babies. did move here. I will give you that. I moved here all on my own. Me too. So, okay. it's not true. Sure. Somebody drove out here with me. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: my dad drove here with me. E- Body supreme. She's very floppy. Yeah. This is her in her passive oh, wow. state, which is always. And she doesn't want to look at the computer. She knows it's there. She says, I'm Jan They call me Tino Chino. <laughs> did we see? Did you see my TikTok where I the that girl that the Australian girl that has the two blue nose pit bulls? And she's like, No. Oh, that's right, Emily. You helped me film it. She goes, and then we, his heart-shaped love head. Then we lay him on the bed for more lovings. I love his necktie. Then we hand feed him fruit. Special for me too. This dog is half asleep. She says, I'm Tina-China. I'm Tina-China. Me, 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 Look at these beautiful teeth also. People are listening to this at home and they're like, cool.
1: This is an idea. Well, feel free to yeah. go
2: follow her at She's a Snow Peach and you can see this body. This is why you need to join the looped live so you can get in on this hot coffee spilled dog
1: action. I mean, this is basically just your Instagram. This is why we're in day. the top five. Con- Don't
0: drop her. Don't
2: tell me what to do. This dog has it so easy. So what? She's got to work for five minutes.
0: Nice. I no
1: Okay, Megan asks, Eliza, would you ever do a reality competition series like Dancing with the Stars or Family Feud? Well, that's two different things.
2: One is a okay. one-episode commitment, and one is months of training.
1: <laughs> would you do Dancing with the Stars? Um, Not at this
2: time. Never uh-huh. say never. You know, I'm not going to be like, no, fuck that show, and then like something, right. you know, and I'm on record. Um. You know, you kind of never say never to stuff. And I do believe that dancing with the stars is something that like people tend to do. They've had a career, like some athletes do it, or like, you know, they're kind of in like a different status and they're like, oh, this will be a good thing. I don't need to do it at this time. I would Mm -hmm. like the challenge. I think I'd be very good at the dancing, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I
1: don't know. People are always like popping things out of sockets though. I feel like half the uh, yeah. competitors just are in the hospital. At 37,
2: I don't need to sustain a dance injury <laughs> if I'm not making real network TV money. Like it'd be one thing if it was for like a pilot yeah. or like a, a sitcom. Um, yeah, the uh, the competition things. I, I would do a family feud. I was going to do $100,000 pyramid and then co- uh, Covina, Jesus, COVID happened. But I've done like mm-hmm. To Tell the Truth and Hollywood Game Night. Like those are fun. They pay you. It's it's so little work. It's fun to do, and if you can play for charity, even better. That's what I love about Hollywood Game Night is that you're making that money for someone, for um, a, a civilian. But I've done mm-hmm. a lot of those. Oh, Yeah. It, it the key for most celebrities is is it a is does it take up much time? No, I'll be there. Screw it. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, everyone sees it, you get more famous. Worst case scenario, you get paid a bunch of money, nobody sees it. That's how we think about yeah. most things.
1: Okay. okay. Uh, Valerie Nakaradi wants to know what is it. You know what I wouldn't mm-hmm.
2: do because even though everything's made of foam, what? it looks hard. The floor is lava. On Netflix, I haven't watched it's, that. It's you. It is enjoyable. Um, and people eat shit on that show.
1: <laughs> I heard that they tape it in the Burbank Ikea, the old Burbank IKEA building that now is just empty. Legend. So I could go over there. Legend
2: has it in an old big box retailer. That's where the floor is lava. <laughs>
1: Valerie Nakarotti asks, what is a cringy thing you did as an adolescent? Do any come to mind? I've blocked mine out. Mine are more recent. Oh, as an adolescent? I mean, I definitely think-
2: It's like teen. No, I know what adolescent means. I'm- okay. Um, I mean, you're always like trying to like be cooler than you are. Oh God, what was it? I could tell you, here's something. And I, I don't know if I talk about this in This isn't so much a teenager as much as in my 20s. And I think- a lot of girls can relate to this. Um, Giving a guy a lap dance, like in your 20s, huh? like you come home just sloshed and you're like, sit there, watch him. And he's like sitting on like a bench watch in my this. kitchen and I've never been a stripper. And you're just like emulating the moves you see in like rap videos or whatever. This guy's hammer, you're just ripped. And he's sitting there and he's like, like the dude's just happy that you're there. And you're like, watch that (laughs) serious. And you always do like a chair thing. Just like how seriously you take yourself sexually when you're drunk, I think is, uh, I'm bold enough to admit it. Like I've done that. Mm, Emily, I I can't imagine it's something you would do. I don't think you are trashy like that. I don't believe in dance. Okay. Don't say it like that. You sound like a druid. I don't believe in dance. (laughs) We don't dance mother. (laughs) Um, but that I think it's just, I think it's funny, like how seriously you take yourself when you're feeling sexy and you're drunk. Like, you don't think I can do it for mm-hmm. you? <laughs> like a little accusatory. I've definitely had some bad, to say bad sexual encounters makes it sound like something bad happened, but like where I've been bad in bed, which I know is like mm-hmm. stand-up comedy 101, like, oh, I'm so bad in bed. Um, but I can definitely have some moments where I look back and I'm like, oh, I need a do-over. <laughs> That was so, yeah. like, who do I think I wasn't? Watch this. You want this? You can't. <laughs> Taking yourself too seriously, sexually, is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that. Well, little TMI. Okay. I'm to, yeah. That's adolescence. Everything's cringeworthy in your adolescence. Everything's you, like, trying to, like, look like you're not trying, but you're trying so hard. Except for one girl who's, like, mm-hmm. naturally hot that, like,
1: doesn't have to try. The rest of us had to try really hard. And I'm not gonna share anything else. Okay. I think you're good. Louis Montez says, Do you plan on doing drive-in shows if things continue to stay locked down? We've added one. A lot of people in the chat uh have tickets. I'm so for excited it, and we're talking about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I really am excited
2: for that experience. I'm excited to get back out there and try out some jokes and do the act that I was working on. And, you know, if it's, if it mm-hmm. makes fiscal sense to do, you're not losing money on it. Um, I, I, I'm happy to try anything live. I tend to shy away from the online stand up just because, you know, there's a, ch- if this comes back, if you're able to do it and, you know, we already rescheduled a bunch of Canadian shows for 2021. What? I didn't say. Mm. Whatever. I'm not, by the way, I don't have your money. Everyone's like, you know, they won't give us a refund. I said to every venue, cancel the show, give them a refund. And that's, it's the venue doing it. Don't at me. My point is, um, mm-hmm. yeah, any way to get to perform, I need it. Okay. I need it.
1: Are you going to any drive-thrus just personally? I keep seeing people now at them and I'm, I don't like that drive-ins. <laughs> I don't like that movie experience. I'm not into it for, for a movie. Let me ask you a
2: question. Have you ever seen, have you ever been to a drive-in? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw Zoltar, Zolt, Z, The don't mess with the Zohan. Zoman. You're like,
2: oh, yeah, I go every week and I fucking hate it. Um, Zoltar, <laughs> isn't Zoltar the fortune teller thing from Big? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm interested to see. I could do it and absolutely hate it, yeah. but I somebody told me that when people laugh, like they honk their horns. I think... You know, getting a a little bit of a badge of honor as a comic is getting to tell other comics about the weird places you've done stand-up. I did a show in like somewhere in Afghanistan on a base, like outside at like noon in the fucking heat. Like Mm -hmm. I've done it on aircraft carriers. I've, you know, all these different locations um, that just make you stronger and more well-rounded as a comic. And then you have tales from Hollywood. So I'm going to give it a try. And barring out me hating it, I'll probably do it again. Mm-hmm. I, I like to perform for people, especially if it's a drunk lap dance. Strap in and strap on, here I come.
1: All right, it's time for the it right,
2: wearing a mask. Please wear a mask. Wear a mask. Okay, my top of the cop. You know what? We'll start with bottoms and we'll end on a high note. Okay. Start with power bottom. Okay. My power bottom of the cob. Um, I've noticed this trend on TikTok as I mindlessly scroll to recapture just sh- shards of youth. Um, mm-hmm. I saw this TikTok this girl and I don't remember the song, but her boyfriend comes out and he's got a great body and he's shirtless. And it was like, I think it was like one of those like, nope, nope, yup. Like one of those. So he comes out shirtless mm-hmm. and it was like when your man stop saying when you're man, this isn't a 90s RB song. It's your boyfriend. It's your, it's your, I just. it's your man. It's like when your man is trying to go out to get, to go get the mail or something like that, to walk to the corner store with a shirt off. And it's like, Nope. And the boyfriend's like, Oh, like the girlfriend won't let him go with a shirt off. And I thought, Oh, cause it's trashy to walk with your shirt off. But she meant because she doesn't want other females, which is gross like looking at him or him flirting with them. So then he comes out in like tight sweatpants and she's like, nope. And then he comes out in normal habit. She's like, yup. And I think it's this thing that permeates our culture for younger women, the idea that you have to protect your man. Like if another girl wants to talk to you, I'll fucking fight her. And it's like, no, who you should be mad at is your boyfriend. In fact, who you should be mad at is yourself for staying with this person who's disrespecting you. But this female on female Mm -hmm. thing, like you shouldn't dress sexy so other girls don't talk to you. And it's like, if that's what he's going to do, you shouldn't be with him. And we allow ourselves to be pit against each other. Like, let me see your phone. I'm going to call that girl and yell at her. No, get mad at him. Chances are, if the girl knows she's a piece of shit and fuck her, and if she doesn't know, then why are you mad at her? You should be mad at him. Be mad at the person cheating. It's a lot of videos Mm -hmm. like about like how I'm like protecting Mm -hmm. my man. And it's like, you shouldn't have to. He should be like honored to be with you unless you suck. Mm -hmm. So that bothers me. Don't fight for him. Don't fight for your boyfriend. Let him go. Fight Mm -hmm. for your relationship in the context of you're working together. Your boyfriend's been deployed. You're fighting to keep that. Not fighting to not fighting him to keep him when he's like clearly wants to talk to other girls. Let him go. That's a horrible existence. Young women, other women, any mm-hmm. woman.
0: My wanna, you want to talk to the girls? Get that, gone then.
1: I got things to eat. Kick it. My bottom of the cup is that I bought what is, this what is action figure. What is that? And I needed to replace the hand with a different hand. <laughs> and I hurt myself putting the new hand on. I bent my finger weird trying to get the new hand in its hand socket.
2: Where'd you get that other hand?
1: It came with... Two hands. It came with bonus. It came with a hand that could hold a gun and a hand that couldn't. And I replaced the hand that couldn't hold a gun with this hand that can hold a gun. And I bent my little thing Um can,
2: I, can you show me the hand that's not holding a gun?
1: The hand that's not holding a gun is very. Oh no! It's. Very, I don't. Okay. Um, oh, I thought it was so on yeah, her. There's just a hand it. in the Terminator box. Okay, well, the other hand looks weird. Um, yeah, so I replaced it with this gun hand. Not. I didn't put this. This hand was already on. I replaced this hand. Great job.
2: <laughs> I can see why you can't come into work. Um, my top of the cob is, um. This is so sad. And this is like how every girl eventually takes up like knitting, baking, jewelry making. I've taken up like chintzy jewelry making a couple times in my life. I've taken up friendship bracelet making a couple times. It's a good cathartic thing. It sucks because you're facing down like you would with the phone. But I do, sometimes I need something that isn't work related. Ordered a bunch of beads and I've started making mm. bracelets for everyone. I've made you one. And these are not like expensive things, but they're very like summer campy. And my top of the cob is that I made this one and I like the way the beads are placed and I like the colors. And e- I'm going to tell say? you, every Sunday for like most of my adult life or my career, as I go to bed, I say to myself, get some sleep. It's going to be a big week. And so I made a bracelet that says big week.
1: That's cute. It's a great,
2: in a hopeless frontier that is Corona. It's a great way to keep a little bit of hope alive that like something big's gonna happen this week. And then if it doesn't, All it doesn't right. matter because it's Friday and you're like, I don't care. I tried real hard. Get some sleep. It's gonna be a big week. Now close your eyes and dream of being queen.
1: My top of the cob is that it's a three-day weekend, easy peasy, easy. nice, easy
2: peasy, beautiful. Cover scroll, Cover very good.
1: Cover scroll. All right, we enjoy. Got to wrap. Yeah, it we're gonna up. wrap
2: it up. You got places we to enjoy be. doing these Ask Eliza Anything lives. We don't do a ton of them. We like them to be a special thing. Emily has enjoyed the chat room. She has prohibited me from entering it. Uh, but we love you guys for showing up, and I will see some of you lucky people on our Looped live. The people at Looped even sent me a special phone because my phone was getting too hot. So we will see you guys in mere moments. Um, thanks for listening to Ask Eliza Anything. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. We'd love some fresh ears. And uh, don't forget to submit your questions to the Ask Eliza Anything Instagram. We're here for you. And remember, wear a mask
0: and, and be kind. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan-favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store.